At last, after a long silence, women took to the streets. In the two decades of radical action that followed the rebirth of feminism in the early 1970s, Western women gained legal and reproductive rights, pursued higher education, entered the trades and the professions, and overturned ancient and revered beliefs about their social role. A generation on, do women feel free? The affluent, educated, liberated women of the first world, who can enjoy freedoms unavailable to any women ever before, do not feel as free as they want to. And they can no longer restrict to the subconscious their sense that this lack of freedom has something to do with with apparently frivolous issues, things that really should not matter. Many are ashamed to admit that such trivial concerns, to do with physical appearance, bodies, faces, hair, clothes, matter so much. But in spite of shame, guilt, and denial, more and more women are wondering if it isn't that they are entirely neurotic and alone, but rather that something important is indeed at stake that has to do with the relationship between female liberation and female beauty. The more legal and material hindrances women have broken through, the more strictly and heavily and cruelly images of female beauty have come to weigh upon us. Many women sense that women's collective progress has stalled. Compared with the heady momentum of earlier days, there is a dispiriting climate of confusion, division, cynicism, and above all, exhaustion. After years of much struggle and little recognition, Many older women feel burned out. After years of taking its light for granted, many younger women show little interest in touching new fire to the torch. During the past decade, women breached the power structure. Meanwhile, eating disorders rose exponentially, and cosmetic surgery became the fastest-growing medical specialty. During the past five years, consumer spending doubled. Pornography became the main media category, ahead of legitimate films and records combined. And 33,000 American women told researchers that they would rather lose 10 to 15 pounds than achieve any other goal. More women have more money and power and scope and legal recognition than we have ever had before. But in terms of how we feel about ourselves physically— we may actually be worse off than our unliberated grandmothers. Recent research consistently shows that inside the majority of the West's controlled, attractive, successful working women, there's a secret underlife poisoning our freedom. Infused with notions of beauty, it is a dark vein of self-hatred, physical obsessions, terror of aging, and dread of lost control. It is no accident that so many potentially powerful women feel this way. We are in the midst of a violent backlash against feminism that uses images of female beauty as a political weapon against women's advancement, the beauty myth. It is the modern version of a social reflex that has been in force since the Industrial Revolution. As women release themselves from the feminine mystique of domesticity, the beauty myth took over its lost ground— expanding, as it waned, to carry on its work of social control. The contemporary backlash is so violent 
because the ideology of beauty is the last one remaining of the old feminine ideologies that still has the power to control those women whom second-wave feminism would have otherwise made relatively uncontrollable.